It says here, whatever. Is it implied that they're breathing? And they're like, yes, it's implied they're breathing. I'm like, okay, good. I know the answer then. Because there's a big difference between if they were breathing or not. Yes. Yes, definitely. There was actually, what was one of the, um, oh, about crushing injuries. It was like, when do you take the crushing thing off? And it, uh, it, answer D was, uh, once they stop breathing. <laughs> and the teacher was like, why are you laughing? And I was like, because it's funny. Because it's like, morbid. I'm glad you can be entertained. Welcome back to another week of the Great Mates Podcast. I almost got the name wrong there. Don't know why. <laughs> you don't host any other podcast. Well, aside from Spoilers for Days. Yeah, I've probably <laughs> run one of those before. Yes. On the- yeah, I may have been a couple of those. But yes, I almost mm-hmm. got the name wrong of my own fucking podcast. <laughs> How good is that? The idiot, the idiot who almost got the name wrong is me, Nick. And with me, less less idiotic is Josh. <laughs> Hello. So so is this is the you know like is is this grounds for Take New South Wales to take away your cert three points? They can. I don't know why they. What does that have to do with my first aid? What? No. I, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, with your blunder, <laughs> forgetting the name of your the. The podcast that you... Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Yeah, but then, like, my friend's cafe is called Wonder Mates. Mm-hmm. And then I don't... Th- what the... F- I can't remember what... Whatever. I I haven't slept well for, like, the last three nights. So, oh, I'm probably boy. running on some fumes. Oh, boy. Let's see how this goes. However, I'm not one to have ever fallen asleep on the podcast. So no. I have no, that going Only... Only two people have ever done that. I feel like so. Olivia did once. No, she's... No, no, no. She... We waited for, like, an hour, and then and then just proceeded to keep going, um, because she slept. She she missed... She fucked up the al- an alarm. Oh, um, uh, okay. Yeah, set it, like... I think she set it for, like, 9... No, 10 a.m. instead of 10 p.m., so she slept straight through. <laughs> Oh, the hectic old days of podcasting. You say old days? It still fucking happens. <laughs> Not wrong. Not happened wrong. Happened last week. It pretty much happened last week. <laughs> it it did. It it very much did. Um, but yeah. Anyway, how have aside from aside from the um, shitty sleep cycle, Nick? How have you been going? Ah, uh, yeah, all right, all right. Um, built some Lego tonight. Uh, that was then bought Lego last week because a Lego store opened up in Newcastle. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to look at this, and then I was like, "Oh, this is a bad decision because these have sets that are exclusive, oh. and it has like all the sets for the past three years. Oh, this including like expensive sets." I was like, this is a bad idea. This is just going to lead to me spending more money. Temptation Central. But I did just buy an exclusive set that is part of a 
theme that I'm collecting. So that wasn't too bad. And then like an idea set, which I've had my eye on for like a year or so. So it's not like I went and bought stuff that I probably shouldn't spend. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, ooh, all these other sets. Luckily, Technic only make vehicles and I'm not keen on vehicles or else te- I would be dead by Technic. <laughs> but what else? Um, got that got my hundred hours of my course done, but that was like two weeks ago, so that does really count much. Um, and then just been watching a fuck ton of Survivor still. Oh my goodness! So much so, I now ne- I'm now at the stage where I have to get the Tenel Access membership. So that might start oh. tomorrow because I've watched all the free seasons. Well, not South Africa, but I want to watch like an American Survivor first. Then, then if I still want to watch American Survivor, uh, then if I want to watch South African Survivor, I will go watch South African Survivor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, how have you been? I heard lots of what did you hear? good things from you. Well... What did you hear, Nick? Well, I heard we, we had low turn-it-in similarities, which is good. Oh, look, okay, 3% is suspiciously low. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I was anything, trying to think of like what I got. Anything less than 10% is very Yeah, low. I was trying to think of like, what did I get when I was doing my film studies courses? Because I remember those were low, but that was because you're like not quoting a lot of other texts. You're mostly not reviewing, but there wasn't a lot of citing because you were mostly talking about themes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I remember there was one assignment where everyone had like very high scores but that's mm-hmm. because we were all using the same texts. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. And this course had been going on for a couple of years, of course. So, you know. Oh, yeah. You just get, like, things out of thing, And they're like, we do go through and check what it is. And as long as it's just quotes, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, submitted my literature review. Yay. Um, so, that's, like, what, two out of five milestones done. Um for for well no actually you know two out of four milestones done and then have to complete a placement hurdle so that's gonna be it like jesus we are so close i think what are we now today would be i'm just gonna quickly check actually it's about maybe eight weeks to go till i finish up yeah it's about eight weeks so that's literally not a lot of time um but yeah the the most ridiculous like similarity report that turned it generated was a one percent similarity report, and I was just like, did my unit coordinators just not like select anything, or is this like a tr- did I did I really just truly <laughs> um um manage to write write a paper that is is so original um but yeah. Aside from that, um... But, I mean, I also know some of your references, and some of your references yeah. would have not been in previous works. Yes, obviously. <laughs> um, some of those references include things that I have published on Medium. <laughs> um, and, well, well, like, one of the main arguments I, I do for this literature review is that there is very little academic peer-reviewed academic literature mm. on the impact of, for example, uh, Asian diasporic community representation in white, like, you know, Western media. So that's the, 
that, like, all the stuff, a lot of the stuff I've actually done, um, I've written about, uh, MasterChef, about Kim's, about Family Law did appear, I've used those, but obviously buffering, buffeting them up with, uh, other articles and all that other fun stuff. Like, I saw, um, there was a, an, uh, article published on the conversation about the plate of, plate of origin, which is Channel 7's shit attempt at reviving the old white master chef. Um, so could have used that, but it, it got published today and I submitted like just before I'd found the article. So, uh, no, I mean, I, I found similar going through my diver- like doing my diversity assignment that I just got back as, uh, satisfactory, but yeah, or it's like, I, I remember I had you and Brandon looking for a paper for me, published in, mm-hmm. like, 1984, that was about <laughs> how white Is it Australians... negative stereotypes? And, yeah, about how white uh, Australians and Indigenous Australians see themselves in each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is the only thing I can find that talks about some type of stereotypes, whether good or bad, mm-hmm. about white Australians. Yep. Yeah, um, there's there was a website called Creative Spirits, I think, that talks a lot about um, indigenous stereotypes and mm-hmm. that, which was very good because it was also coming from a um, indigenous perspective as well, mm-hmm. and kind of was like, here's the stereotype, here's the debunking, so that's helpful for for that. But it was also like, yeah, here is a study from 1984. That is the best I can do. My God. And, but then I also, I had an entire question that was pretty much the main citation for that one was the media, um, article that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. about a lack of a diversity in Australian news. So yeah, I feel like I was just piggybacking this assignment partially off you. <laughs> where I was like, oh, Josh is sharing all these sources. Oh yeah, I'll use this one. Oh yeah, I'll use that one. Oh, you know. Done. Now just do the stupid assignment, the stupid second practical assignment that makes absolutely no sense <laughs> because I I work at a country school. So the school's population is mainly indigenous. Mm-hmm. Like that is the main minority. But it's talking about like how is the school um welcoming of other cultures? And I'm like, um, I know that there's a girl that wears a headscarf. And she's allowed to do that. Does that count? And I know there's a couple of Asian students and a couple of African, well, students of Asian and African descent. But, like, other than that, it's a bit of indigenous art. I was thinking, it's not like I... So, I don't know. It'll be a fun assignment, I think. Mm-hmm. Then another assignment, I was like, oh, I can do this by myself. I don't actually need any teacher's perspective. So, I'll just do it and let them sign it off at the end. <laughs> so. Hey, I've got... Uh, 10 weeks left of this course and I have what I figure out six six assignments so well six written assignments there's also a whole heap of tick boxes competency assignments mm-hmm. but at the moment they don't want to send people out to schools so my aim <laughs> is to get everything done and go bitch I'm only waiting on you move your fucking mm-hmm. ass mm-hmm And apparently they are, like, if you peer pressure them, they will just break rules for you. So that's my aim. Make them Uh, break rules. Okay. It is good. I I have fun placement. (laughs) Actually, on on, uh, yesterday, one of the annoying kids 
was just like chatting to me in that. And he, he was like, would you continue working here? I bet you wouldn't. And I was like, if they paid me enough, I would. <laughs> and I was like, actually, no, I don't think there's enough uh, money in the world to work with you. <laughs> the kid was like, yeah, I get that. I'm annoying. <sighs> so uh, I, I like having the like, I don't know if you'd call it banter, but like that friendly but not friend relationship you can have with some of the kids. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I can kind of be like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to work with you. You're, but also them knowing like if they ever need anything, any help or anything, I'm still happy to give it to them. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I'm not the only one doing it. There are other there are other people at that school that are like other teachers and that that are doing similar things where they're like, no, nah, I don't want to work with you. You're bad. <laughs> but still, like on on Thursday, the um. Other teacher that usually comes in to help with maths and that was away. And my classroom teacher was like, do you think you can take them for maths? And I was like, one, I like maths. Two, yeah, sure. <laughs> and she's like, why don't you do the theory part? I'll do the practical part because we're working with water. And I don't trust these, like, these kids need to be supervised with with a bucket of water or else I'll just splash each other. And I was like, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Don't I don't trust kids at all. <laughs> they are pains in the ass. Ah, uh, Yes. So many people are like, how the hell do you work in a school? And I was like, patience, but also knowing that they're small and you could easily throw them out a window. Oh my God. To be fair, there's one year six that's taller than me. I'm like, how the f- That kid is wait, way too wait, tall. Wait, No, no, that's not possible. I'm like, are you secretly 18 and just repeating year six <laughs> six times now? <laughs> Mate, you are- It's a long boy. Yeah, he is. I was like, you can get drafted in the NBL. I mean, yeah, you really could. <laughs> Not the NBA, the NBL. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Um, what else happened? Uh, well, group chat will know um, that myself and a few of my friends who are quite possibly going to be listening to this episode. So hello friendos, um, did weight training over the weekend and my God, (laughs) um, and, and today I, I bought some fitness shit. So I guess, um, fitness game, here I come. Competition. See, I feel like I need to get back into it just to be part of the crew. Can you, please? 13-year-old <laughs> like, me in the local gym. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just, just, just get, get in on the fitness gay train, I guess, that we, we somehow have all ended up in. Um, I'm just like, what is happening to me? Did, like, pre-COVID me would not have actively made this decision. So again, I attribute it to the fact that I think the habits that I started like at the beginning of lockdown have really seen seen this transformation through. Um so yes, now I have fitness stuff now. So this is going to be a very interesting <laughs> new phase. Oh dear, oh dear. The pain though the pain that I endured um yesterday. <laughs> waking up trying to move my arms and it's like nope that's painful oh that's very painful um going to drive to uni is going to be a fun time just like at least there's power steering now imagine if you had to drive without power steering true true (laughs) 
True. But like my upper torso like was in pain. Yeah. Uh, stiff as all heck. Uh not not stiff, it's just every time I like um move my shoulders, um and even now like to some extent it's actually still like oh color. Um uh, it's yeah, it's just like oh yep, yep. New muscle group being um strained and um worked out so i guess i guess this is yeah this is normal i mean like my legs my calves were like killing me the first week two weeks that i was um out doing like six k's um every day like at the beginning Mm. of lockdown so this is normal so um but yes um we shall see where we end up uh (laughs) towards the end of the year my god um but aside from that, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, we we will be dragging a few things um, today because uh, over the weekend, and I think, oh, actually not over the weekend, before the weekend came, um, as we're recording, uh, Rob Guest Endowment, which we have name-dropped before, uh, released a statement saying that uh, to the... <sighs> I, I can't remember the statement, so let me go find it. But it, it's just like, Jesus Christ. Let's see where this... So what happened was, according to the RGE, um, for those of our listeners who don't know what the RGE is, the RGE, or Rob Guest Endowment, is like a $55,000 um, bursary that is given to one person uh, within musical theatre to go and, you know, they can do whatever they want with it. They go training in the US, um, you know, go visit shows, visit experts, to all that stuff with, you know, to further themselves, basically, as a musical theatre person. The last time we mentioned this, we were dragging RGE because the, um, you know, very, very white sort of lineups that they keep bringing up for the past few years have been always majority Anglo, Euro, Australian. Um, a few days ago, um, as we were recording, RGE releases a statement saying that they've just canned the entire 2020 competition. Like, and the words that they chose, like, they, they said that they did it to protect the mental health and welfare of the shortlist 30 participants. Um, who, who then came back and were like, who then, who then clamped back and were like, no, we all voluntarily decided to withdraw to acknowledge the systemic discrimination that, um, black indigenous people of color, um, continue to face in creative industries in Australia um, and want to work towards that. Um, RGE worded it in such a way to say, to assert that um, people of colour were um, bullying the, the shortlisted top 30. Um, mm. and like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, you know, black, indigenous and people of colour we we know what you're doing. This is this is white fragility at its finest. Um, so, RGE has effectively been cancelled by, um, I would say, most of the musical theatre industry in Australia. It's just like you know they could have they could have put the fifty thousand dollars into, uh, you know, split that amongst um, however many, um, you know, um, applicants you know, people of colour, or put it towards a cause that would ensure transparency um, and all that sort of 
you know, those initiatives, but instead they chose to withdraw and be be cunts about the entire process so um yeah that's that's not on guys um and there have been a lot of people that have like in the space between our um rge releasing top you know the shortlist and this withdrawal there have been initiatives like artists of color initiative um be yourself also is another initiative set up to specifically try and um address those, you know, financial barriers to, for people of colour to, um, yeah, enter programmes towards getting into musical theatre or theatre in general. Um, So those are the initiatives that I think, you know, you you know, should be supported instead of the systemic bullshit that RGE continues to perpetuate. Because, like, at this point, we've given RGE an opportunity to change and this backtracking clearly shows that they haven't you know and and that's all we really need to say that yeah rge can get fucked really um unless they can prove us wrong otherwise um they've got what like a year to do it so they better get their asses on that real fast um so yeah that's that uh but then also you know we have the was it emmys the emmys happened um Yes, yesterday was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday as of recording. Yeah. Um. So and like we've talked about Shit's Creek in the past. Um. And they basically swept through the entire comedy category. Um. They won every single category within comedy that they were nominated for, and then they won two creative Emmys. Um. I think that were presented a few days before the primetime Emmys. So nine in total, which is very impressive, especially for a Canadian television um yeah um and i'm actually looking through twitter now that some people are wondering oh why isn't kim's um you know winning awards on that and yet um you know like paul was replying and reposting just clarifying that because kim's doesn't actually have a um u.s broadcaster that broadcasts in as close to real time as possible to how CBC does it. Um, that's why they're not qualified for Emmys. Unlike Schitt's Creek, where CBC broadcasts and then they have an American partner that also broadcasts basically simultaneously. Um, so. I mean, that isn't going to eliminate the disappointment of Darcy not winning. Because no, that's not. Fucking Darcy still should have fucking won. I don't care how good it is. No one plays. No one plays four characters. Well, I think I think it's something five. like six characters. She more plays in five, Janet's? six. Yeah, uh, normal like Janet, neutral Janet. The the four. Uh, is there is there a bad Janet in in that episode? Is there? A, yeah, I can't remember if there or if there's maybe like a Michael Janet or something or. I don't think there's a Michael Janet. I don't think there's a Mike. No. I, no, uh, it, so it's, I never it's fucking the f- know with that show. It, it's the four, and then you have. Um, Eleanor Janet playing Jason, so that's five. Yeah, true. You've got all regular the... Janet six, neutral Janet seven. So many, many Janets. And you can also um, put Disco Janet in there just for the hell of it. Oh, why not? <laughs> what it is? All, what all it the Janets? <laughs> uh. But you know, yeah. Um, 
maybe and and I know I touched on this last week as part of my recommendations but um Kim's is filming season 5 right now so I will assume um that Kim's may return sometime in early 2021 like not a, not in a January broadcast premiere probably we're going to go towards maybe March so maybe it will be a spring premiere for um, Kim's. But I'm also very curious to see um, if Simu makes some kind of cameo um, for season five, given that he's in Sydney playing basketball with people that I follow on Instagram as well. Um, yeah. As we continue to encourage Anastasia to stalk him. Not not stalk if, if the locations are very easily... <laughs> True, true. Trackable. Um, it, it, you know. It's as, it's as much stalking as standing out the front of uh, Sunrise is. <laughs> you know, if the information is publicly available, is it stalking? I would, I would, I would say no, because if, if people are geotagging shit, um, what can you do? Um, well, speaking of Seamoon, let me make this very quick side note um i forgot about like our our discord general channel um because i'm usually not on it like in the time between recordings i'm usually on it because i am mem- a member of like you know pokemon go discord groups fun times um and then i come back on to our great mates discord channel and i was actually like oh my god why why is simu here it's like oh that's right yeah the i believe the quote was daddy no shirt no 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 the the, the quote was not daddy no shirt um the actual the actual caption for the photo is daddy wet pants um, oh, yes you said that i said daddy no shirt you said daddy wet pants <laughs> For context, this is a photo that Simu posted himself on his Twitter um, when he was guesting on Nora from Queens, so Aquafina's show. Um, It's a lot to take in. Um, It is a lot. So, you know, like, like Shang-Chi better be this good. Um. (laughs) Hey, I will say Shang-Chi regularly wears no shirt. God bless. But also, um, hey, well, I I did go to the cinema last Friday, and there was a uh, trailer for Black Widow. And that movie looks uh-huh. a lot better in that trailer than it did in the first trailer. I was like, were there, if were there's there fucking CGI nothing else going on, it just looked more interesting. It wasn't even that there was more CGI or anything. It was just like, oh, this maybe actually looks can't... more interesting. Hmm. Maybe maybe it's just like they use different like scenes and use different cuts. So yeah, and I mean they've definitely had enough time to edit to any um feedback that they got on the first trailer. Mm-hmm. But the trailer was like coming soon. I was like, oh that um yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see when this eventually comes. <laughs> well, apparently Wiki says uh. The American premiere is supposed to be early November. So, um, I don't know how that factors in. Uh, And this is not getting a Disney Plus premiere, right? Oh, I don't feel that they would. (laughs) 
Especially after, I mean, like, Mulan's a beast unto itself, but... Yes. Generally, the feedback I've seen, apart from the uh, Asian-Chinese feedback from mm. both sides of the fence, have, have mm-hmm. also just been like, guys, just wait four months and then it'll be free. Yeah. But also, I get that parents are like, I need something else to show my kids. I can only show them Trolls World Tour 75 times before. <laughs> I'm, then, then at that point, just, just you know, watch Hamilton again and again and again and again and again. Yeah, well, that's what my mother was doing. <laughs> I said to her, like, are you okay if I just, like, cancelled the Disney Plus uh, sc- subscription for a couple mm-hmm. months? Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, now they've got, they've started advertising, um... WandaVision, so when that drops, I will definitely need it. Oh, WandaVision is a wild, wild thing. <laughs> well, I mean, we're already supposed to have bloody um, Captain Fa- uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. That was supposed oh, to come yes. out in, like, August. And then it just, like, completely disappeared off the uh, release schedule. Mm. No, no one really knows what the fuck's going on there. No, what was... I remember um, my favorite author, Matthew Riley, lives in LA, and he posted a thing on his Instagram that was like, there's this board of, uh, there's this uh, poster billboard. That was the word I was trying to find, billboard. <laughs> a billboard for, what was the movie? I'll, I'll quickly find it, because I don't want to, sometimes I hate technology. <laughs> yeah, boom. So this was on the... 18th, he, yeah, he posted a thing for the quiet, a billboard for the quiet place that says coming soon, March 25th. He's like, this billboard's been up for six months and it hasn't been changed. <laughs> so that's the current. I know there was similar, the last UFC event I watched, it was presented by Tenet. And I think they had like three different announce, uh, three different uh, release dates in that, you know, three hour show. I was like, yeah, uh-huh. they've really that was that was weird because I was like, just just get a script, read the script, but and then what was there was a trailer I remember seeing on Friday and it was like released April and I was like, long past that, guys. <laughs> what were what were the trailers I saw? I don't remember, but yeah, I was like, really, you can't just either cut that off the end of the trailer or I suppose some uh, some. Movie companies are probably just like playing the same trailers over and over again, or probably they're not getting trailers or something, mm. so they're just using old ones for movies that are still uh, there are the, where the release has been pushed. June still hasn't moved. June is still <laughs> coming in December. <laughs> eh, it's Danny Villeneuve. I'll watch it when it comes, just because it's him and he makes good movies as well. Mm-hmm. But. It did feel weird going to a movie theatre in the current climate, though. How so? Well, for one, even when I got... Like, this was Friday at around, like, noon, I think it was. Usually when I go, like, midweek day, it's... Usually you'll get, like, I don't know, 20 to 30. This, I can actually count them, was 2, 4, 6, 8, 9, 9 people in the entire theatre. Mm-hmm. And it costs the same amount of power to run 
a show for nine people that it does for 30 people. So, yeah. Those smaller theatres are a bit fucked, I'm thinking. Just a little bit. Just, yeah. And same. Even when I went in for first aid today, they it was like, sanitize your hands, sign this, sanitize your hands again, um, use this mannequin, don't actually breathe on it, put it outside your square, sanitize that, now get the baby mannequin, use that, don't breathe on that, put it outside your square to get sanitized, sanitize your hands, here's the arm, use it, get it get it sanitized, here are some bandages, we can't sanitize the bandages, so either throw them out or keep them. I was like, wow, this feels a bit... They even wanted to know, because one girl was asked, she was like, I, I had a COVID test a long time ago, do I put that? And they're like, yeah, if you've had a COVID test, no matter how long ago, put that. She's like, this was like three months ago. They're like, no, put it. <laughs> I was like, that's a bit excessive. Mm. I also feel that's why they are past me so easily, because they're like, because with your CPR, like you can't, they're like, do not give the breaths, mm-hmm. but still like pretend to give the breaths, but yeah. you're not like, there's that um, disconnect. So it kind of mm-hmm. fucks up your, um, your skills a bit because it's not how you would usually do it. So, yeah. Also, just in general, nah, yeah, the shop kind of felt weird. It's always also funny getting uh, the bus out of my small country area and <coughs> being having old people be like, why the fuck are you wearing a mask? Mm-hmm. I'm like, for multiple reasons. One, to not kill you. You want to die because if you get more fucking crabby, I might change my thinking. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, so you get fucked for not wearing a mask or fucked for wearing a mask. Pick your poison. Mm-hmm. Actually, thinking about that, did you did you see slash read anything about that fucking mask rally or mask and lockdown rally at all the Westfields? No. So, it was, was it yesterday, I think, in Melbourne, there was like an anti-mask, anti-lockdown thing, and I saw about it on the news and then read about it, and there was this woman who was like, Oh, you know, if they're so keen to get out, you know, they should come and help out at the hospitals. And someone was like, oh, are you a nurse? She's like, no, I just think that people should help out. <laughs> but and I was thinking that was, everyone thought that was so cool because they were, you know, going places before the cops could catch them. And the cops were like, why the fuck? Also, my thing is, just like sit still for another two weeks, then you'll move out of lock. You'll move to stage three. And yeah, stage three sucks. But, but still, stage two. But it's better than the fucking stage four you got at the moment. And oh, uh, someone I know got yelled at for not wearing a mask while they were edu- uh, while they were um, exercising. It's like uh-huh. no, you. The doctor's recommendation is do not wear a mask if you're exercising. But also, the person that chastised them also wasn't wearing a mask and wasn't <laughs> exercising. So I mean, oh boy. that's um, they've just. I haven't got the email yet. I'm still waiting on the fucking email, but mm. we're supposed to be going back into uh, in-class TAFE for next term. And oh. I just want to know what the hell's going on there. Like, are mm-hmm. we supposed to be wearing masks in the classroom? We weren't today, so hopefully... Because I don't mind wearing a mask, but I also don't want to wear a mask all fucking day. Mm-hmm. It already... I need to get better ones that don't fog up my glasses, maybe, but... <laughs> Also, everyone knows I'm actually really enjoying how class is being presented at the moment because, one, I get to wake up at 8.45 for a 9 o'clock class. That's Mm -hmm. really nice. But also, 
like I have a kitchen full of food and it's very convenient. And I can just like take off my headphones and not have to listen to people's bullshit. <laughs> when I'm in the classroom, I actually, I mean, I could just go to the bathroom for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, some people just chat way too much. <laughs> that was that was the annoying thing about the first aid practical the class, like forty people. It's like, oh, I'm used to seven. Ah, well, got to get back to normal eventually. Yeah, true, true. What? What's this? Oh, Centrelink are starting to ask people if they're in polyamorous relationships. <sighs> what for? What is this for? Relationship details form. Mm-hmm. Use this form to provide us with details of your living of your living arrangements. What? So we can assess if you're being paid as a single person or a member of a couple. Are you in a relation? What? Do you have a sexual relationship with the other person? Yes. Have you had a sexual relationship with the other person? Are you and the other f- are you and the other person free to form a sexual relationship with other people? Do you and the other person use the same bathroom? Give details on how you or the other person access a bathroom. Give details on your sharing arrangements. Oh my god. Same question but for laundry. Mhm. That's um Someone put it as you fuck. You ever fucked? You do you fuck others? <laughs> oh, I kind of want to put for how do you and the other person access a bathroom? Put via the door. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to climb through the window? No, we I took access- down the door. This is an open plan. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I have seen open plan bathrooms before, mm-hmm. or like open also doorless showers. Like those, oh, some bathrooms, oh, yeah. I tell you. I'm mm-hmm. like, if, if if I want a shower, if I want an open plan shower, I'll go to the pool or beach. <laughs> oh, someone also said washing your clothes in the same room that someone else has washed their clothes in is scandalous for some conservatives, <gasps> especially if you're showing your elbows. <laughs> Also, also, I guess my my question here is: so how do you, so so for the purposes of Centrelink, asexual persons who are in a relationship with someone don't count. Yeah, so polyamorous people count, but asexual people don't count as in a relationship. To be fair, that just means they get more money, which is pretty good. I mean, you could just say you're a celibate, right? So, <laughs> but people, also, people- <laughs> do you and the other persons share the same bathroom? I mean, if you got a roommate, like, if you're living with- Shared studio. Oh, yeah, like apartment buildings or something. Yeah, yeah. Shared- This is like student accommodation, right? Student- uh, Studio apartments, but shared utility- Like, shared bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. This is- I mean- You can just- Also, any backpackers- what all does the that backpackers mean? is All the backpackers oh, yes. is, is shared laundry, shared bathroom, and everybody fucking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my, Centrelink. My lord. So yeah, asexual people get together and then apply for Centrelink, and you'll still be assessed as solo, as not in a relationship, therefore get more money. The perfect scam. <laughs> yeah, and well, someone also said... Um, adults can live together in shared accommodation and even have sex without being in a couple or financially supporting one another. And that's the second thing that I think Centrelink kind of don't. And I mean, I get it. You've got to kind of have rules for everyone, but that a lot of couples are not financially dependent on one another. No. 
more often so, than not, they're not. And even, I can they get don't that even for have like, like joint accounts. Either. Yeah, I can get that for like rent assistance. Like if you're living with someone else, yes, you are going to be splitting rent, so you do not need as much rent assistance. But also, mm-hmm. you know, you could be providing your own food, and that's not going to change whether you're in a couple or not, and your own yeah. laundry liquid or your own toilet paper. I, I don't know. Is toilet paper fairly shared? I presume toilet paper would be fairly shared. I would say so, not having lived in a share house myself, but I would assume yes. I feel like most people, I I get that probably most people are sharing toilet paper, but is there anyone that's like, (laughs) no, this is my toilet paper? Maybe 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 if you're like the outlier. Maybe Asians. Yeah, maybe if you're the outlier and you really like a specific type of toilet paper. Yeah. Or I don't feel there's like everyone has their own toilet (laughs) paper. What, is there just, like, a wall of toilet paper racks, like, five just below each other? <laughs> All labelled? Yeah. Barcoded. Are you number, are you number one or number four? <laughs> I mean, oh, that, we're, we're getting into, like, strange, like, room, housemate behaviour territory, and I'm just like, this is so fascinating. <laughs> dear, dear me. But yes, there are, there are many issues with Centrelink. Too oh, many yeah. to get into. Oh, yeah. Still, every once in a while, Centrelink needs to give us a bit of a laugh, right? Oh, yeah. This this question is, like, the whole thing, like, are you, are you fucking your housemate? Um, people people who are, like, you know, um, like, they're just really good housemates. They're just really good housemates who also happen to fuck. Um, in that case, y'all are just going to have to, I guess come out to Centrelink? That's a strange way to phrase that. <laughs> but also, uh, like, what about shared accommodation? Like, if you are yeah, sharing... No, no. Like, not just shared house, but what about shared room? Like, people yeah, can yeah, share yeah. rooms. People can not... share rooms without fucking. Yeah. Um, that is a thing. Yes, I know. Um, I don't know. Maybe Centrelink just thinks people are really horny right now. Um... <laughs> What I'm reading the what, entire form now to see exactly what. What if? What if the? What if the property that you are sharing with your housemate has? Um, it's it's a it's a single bathroom, but with two showers. Also, do you have? <laughs> do you have to do a separate form for every person you live with? Because so that's oh, a fucking God. pain in the ass. Yeah. What if you live with like six other housemates, but you're only fucking two of them? <laughs> <laughs> What if? Oh, how, okay, question. How would how would the cast of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise have to fill out this form? Because they're not all fucking each other. Oh, this is a stupid fucking. This is a stupid form. But I mean, all sandling forms are stupid. Mm-hmm. Do you and the other person preve- prepare meals for each other? <laughs> well, like I know, especially since they're my my brother used to live with three other people. And mm-hmm. one of them moved out, and then it was just three of them. And when it was just the three of them, they would regularly just cook meals for each other because... Because they're nice, decent people. Because they're nice people. Mm-hmm. And it was also sometimes easier to kind of, like, coordinate meal efforts so not everyone's in the kitchen at the same time. Also, yeah. sometimes it's nice to just not have to cook every night, especially mm-hmm. when you're working. But yes, do you and the other person use the same kitchen? Do you use the same laundry? Do you use the same bathroom? Do you use the same bedroom? <laughs> Are there any other rooms or areas of the home that you and that that are for your sole use and not shared with the other person? The closet. 
Oh, what are the? I mean, I get, I get the point of are you and the other person free to form sex relationships with other people? Yes. Like the the implication of that question is, you know, are you fuck buddies? Do you like every now and again yeah, have yeah, a bit yeah. of have a bit of fun? But there's no. But how it just reads essentially NSA. after the first, yeah, after you get the first question of do you have a sexual relationship? Yes. It's like guys. <laughs> Do you and the other person holiday together or plan to go on a holiday together in the future? Again, my brother has Again. been on group holidays with the boys. Yes, that is a thing, right? Do relatives, friends, or regular associates, in, in parentheses, including social media contacts, consider oh, you and the other person to be part? That's that's a classic question. Like, that one's been... But also, now they've now that they've put the including social media contacts, um, we're getting with the times, people. Centrelink is now oh, looking yeah, at your if, TikTok. If you were 13 and said you were in a relationship with your best friend, sorry, oh. guys, that's a couple under Centrelink now. <laughs> oh my God. Combined income tax assessment. <laughs> Means testing for 13-year-olds. Have you ever claimed you and the other person were a member of a couple when you were not? What? Oh, uh, when you were not, that's a... That's a weird... Okay. Yeah. Are, are you saying, oh, I, like, like, you're not actually together, but you say you are together for reasons? Is but that like, how you're meant the, to... Because I feel like there is more... I don't know, I just got caught on question 44 of, do you share social and leisure activities with the other person? Yeah, go, go, to, go to sport with the boys. Yeah, yeah, well, the example is sporting events, family occasions, movies, and other activities. But like, yeah, I don't know, you and your housemate go to the movies together, or... Go or go hiking a, together. Yeah, go kick a football. Go or, camping together. Yeah. All those fun things. Because it's like, I, I feel like this form just makes more work... For Centrelink, to be honest. I think it does. There are just so many questions on here. I keep forgetting how ridiculous I, it is. I, yeah, I filled out a um, marriage visa form for a, a friend. A triple eight form, fu- yes. That was fucking easier than this. Yeah, that no, the triple eight like, form is easier. How long, have they, how long have they been together? How long have you known them? Mm-hmm. Are they and a real you couple? Just write a sta- yeah, you write a statement that was a supporting fucking, them. That was a really easy... Well... It was, you know, trying to keep it as unemotional as possible, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The more I read about this form, the more I'm like, do you own a car? Do you own the car together? Are there children living? Oh. Yeah, the more I look at this, the more I feel... Especially if you're in, like, a thruple. Oh, whatever. Hmm. Uh, oh, God. Where is this? One more, we'll, we'll touch on one more thing before we start wrapping up. Um, I posted a story by, um, where's Ka? Um, from Carwin, um, like ex, ex MasterChef Australia contestant, um, who found a, an ad by KFC that, that has the words Zinger Bun Me, um, put on it. Nick, how do you feel about a Zinger Bun Me? I'm down. I'm down as hell. Now, to be fair, I think it needs to be specified that this is not like a new KFC item. This is not. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is like a, KFC is being like what you can do with your KFC thing. Which I think is a pretty... <laughs> I like fun advertising like that. 
Yeah. Which immediately just made me think of the current Hunter Water ad, which I've shared it to you guys before, but I think it's such a stupid thing because, yeah, literally when I try to remember it, I forget, but, oh, it's such a stupid ad. Here we go. I'm just like... Our pipes mm. are having issues <laughs> with wipes, paper towels, and tissues. Help keep the pipes clean. Only flush toilet paper, poo, or wee. Respect <sighs> the throne. Oh, it's such a classic ad. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, bless. Uh, local ads. I will- but yes, KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, on the topic of ads, I do appreciate the marketing team behind whoever does Char Time's um, advertising campaigns. Because the sexual innuendo is very oh, yeah, there. Just, yeah. Um, so, again, props to the marketing team behind that. To be fair, KFC are also doing some uh, sexually implicit ads lately as well. I think I think even the... I think the marketing teams are just getting very horny. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're working from home being like... <laughs> they have to fill out that Centrelink form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next there's going to be questions like have you ever been sexually aroused by fast food oh my god are you in a relationship with the colonel <laughs> or Ronald McDonald or the Burger King what's what's Red Rooster's mascot well I mean I've heard many people call it Red Rooter but <laughs> or you have uh, the uh, food poisoning capital of Newcastle, Henny Penny. I do. Do I want to know what what that is? I mean, it's just it's kind of like rip off KFC, but oh. it's just so unhygienic. Ah, uh, I see. A lot of just like reheating cold chicken. Oh no 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 Which, no 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 yeah no 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 no. Uh, Especially here. with chicken. Hmm. You know, because salmonella. Yeah. Yeah, no. Please. Ugh, God. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, fast food ads are a beast onto themselves. Mm-hmm. Even, so, there's the Big Jack, and everyone was like, yeah, that's just a rip-off. And then McDonald's was like, yeah, we're going to sue you. And then their latest ad is <laughs> like, someone's trying to sue us over the Big Jack, saying it's too similar, but we're bigger, and we have more beef. I'm like... <laughs> So you're admitting that you're pretty much just copying them. Yeah, cool. Is this going to make the court case a whole heap simpler? <laughs> Even though it's already a very cut and dry, very cut and dry uh, subject. Mm-hmm. That was like, because mum used to work at Hungry Jack's. She was like, yeah, when I worked there, our whole thing was like, we use more ingredients. Our buns are bigger. Like our whole thing was, especially like part of our um, image was we don't, copy we create what is copied and now they just go and copy the world's most famous burger like good work <laughs> gg hjs i will never get over the fact that um in brisbane we have a very prominent landmark that is the 24-hour hungry jacks on green street mall that everyone refers to as meet you at hjs um because oh yeah that's the classic uh meme Yes, Australia-wide, I yes. feel. Yes, it very much is. But given given Brisbane's like twenty-four hour Hunky Jacks, um, made even better. I mean, uh, 
you're not the only city with 24-hour hungry jacks. I know, I know, I know. Both Melbourne and... Well, especially Melbourne, but Sydney's also got a few. Melbourne's got... Uh, Sydney's got that one on um, George Street. Is it George Street? I think it's George Street. No, Oxford Street. Oxford Street. Oxford Street. Too many streets. <laughs> but <laughs> Too many streets. Hey, at least we give them names and not like in the US, you know, it's like first, second, third, fourth. They go oh. numerically. I don't. Oh, no, what's even worse about that is they number it by block. Yes. So you'll go like one, three, five, five, thirteen. It's like. Guys, 35th, 152nd. That, that's, that's not how. The whole point is that numbers follow each other. They're not. I mean, I get why they do it. Until it's, but like, still. an important building and it just becomes, like, one. Like, <laughs> no, you can't go from, like, 135 to one. That is not how numbers work. <laughs> Much so like the problems. units of measurement, it's not logical. Yeah. Oh, dear. Hey, one of the things Melbourne can brag about, however, is that you have the AFL Grand Final. Have True, fun with we that. we have the AFL Grand Final, but Victoria has the uh, Melbourne has the public holiday. Yeah, I um, love that they're still having the fucking public holiday. They they've simply rebranded it as a thank you day. because uh, uh, it's not like they also don't have Melbourne Cup. Yeah, no, that's. Which have they said anything about the Melbourne Cup yet? I don't think so, and I doubt they will. I mean, I think I recall them saying like it's going to be Australian only spring carnival. Like, there's not going to be any international coming in. Mm. I, I believe they said like they're not making any exceptions. Which, if that's the case, okay. fucking Jim from down the street needs to be putting in his horse because this is the <laughs> best chance for you, mate. It's the only time an Australian horse will win in the last but, twenty years. I mean, there's definitely not going to be any fashions in the field because uh, no one's going. I mean, yeah, no, no, that's true. They can do. So. They can finally do fashions in the field at home, like drunk fashions off in the their backyard. <laughs> no, yeah, fashions I mean in you don't have to yard. stumble in the front yard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll just get um, the Channel Seven weather mobile to just do laps like the around. Google mobile. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, it, hey, at least you don't have to take off your heels to stumble home. You can just kind of take off your no, heels and will. go through the front door. They will still yeah, stumble people... home. They'll stumble up the stairs. Yeah, people will still fail to get up the stairs. <laughs> they're literally, they're literally six feet in front of the front door. Still can't get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, similar was proposed by some Richmond fan who was like, "Let's all put spoons out the front of our yard." From... Spoons out for what? Oh, because Richmond fans like to walk from. They walk from somewhere to the MCG, and they're like, let's put spoons along that. Everyone's like, how about we don't Hmm? litter? Yeah. Because, yeah, that's the thing with the MCG. It's, like, right in the middle of Melbourne. Mm Mm-hmm. So, everyone just walks there. Oh, well, I mean, unless you're in Geelong. (laughs) If you want to walk from Geelong, that's (laughs) just funny, because Melbourne, people from Melbourne refuse (laughs) to go to Geelong. It's like, guys, 40 minutes. It's not far, honestly. Like... I've said before, it's quicker for me to get from my dad's house to Southern Cross Station than it is from Bin to get from his house to Southern Cross Station. Yeah, not wrong. Not wrong. Yet they're like, oh, Geelong's so far away. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's a fucking... There's now a ferry that takes 30 minutes. If you want to be lazy, it costs like 50 bucks, but there is a 30-minute ferry. 
Mm. But yeah, have, have fun with the grand final. May hey, uh, to to be fair, the fixture for the finals at the moment there is only like the home games are Brisbane gets one, Port Adelaide gets one, and West Coast gets one. So like the only game that's there's a uh, Dog Saints that's two Melbourne teams, and which is I mean Presto's pretty good. You don't have to fuck around with stadiums too much there. So they get lucky, mm. but yes. First AFL Grand Final, not in Victoria. Not in Melbourne. Woo. I'm surprised the they didn't put it in Gold Coast, it. though. I'm surprised they did not put it in Gold Coast. I mean, met- okay, Metricon is too small. Well, um, yes, Metricon is too small. But yeah. also, the Gabba's not that much bigger, either. Like, the uh, Gabba is pretty small for a cricket ground. True. There's no additional capacity, but I guess it will have to make do. Um, I did think that they were going to send it to WA. Oh, there was no way that... Oh, for well, especially uh, at Optus, if, yeah, yeah, at Optus because it's a similarly sized ground to the MCG. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Especially if there was still no fans, but there is <laughs> some amount of fans. Yes, um, I believe as the time of recording, uh, Q Health is trying to ascertain some sort of COVID safe plan for the grand final, which might mean increasing capacity. Uh, if I recall correctly, yes, that's supposed to be happening. So everyone wears has hazmat suits. Oh, hazmat suits in in Queensland summer heat. Uh, yeah, at the end of October. You know, you know. Everyone how... in mini saunas. Everyone's own mini sauna. Anyway, uh, should should we should we start wrapping up? I feel like we yeah, should. I feel I should probably sleep eventually. Yes, as, as should I. Um, so Nick, recommendation or multiple? If you have multiple, um, I don't know if I've recommended this or not. But Jeopardy oh, is on. I'm not. Uh, yeah, Jeopardy is no, currently on on SBS. And yeah, the uh-huh. episodes are like five years old. But also, Jeopardy is so good. It's so good. You can still answer the questions. Mm-hmm. Until it comes to like American, American politics. Mm-hmm. To be fair, no, I've I regularly get American history questions right, <laughs> and they get it wrong. And I'm like, can't can't. How can I know more about your history than you do? When they literally study it for the for their entire like education system. <laughs> that is all they bloody talk about in history. But when it comes to like stupid politics, and I'm like, oh, your your politics are complicated. Just make it simple. So yes, go. It, I mean, uh, I don't think it's on on demand though. But you can just record it. But yes, hmm. try to catch try to catch him Jeopardy. It's fun. And also Alex Trebek. Well, yes, and Alex Trebek, and regularly in Final Jeopardy, when people don't know, they're just like, "What is? I love you, Alex," and that's always <laughs> wholesome. <laughs> God bless. God so, bless. Socials are at Nick Solo L on Twitter and Instagram. Sweet, sweet. Um, I am going to recommend several things today. Okay, um, I'll, I'll strap in. <laughs> I have been on for for some strange reason. A I have suddenly gone back into watching Korean content on ah. YouTube. Um. I don't know how I ended up in this position, um, but I'm going to recommend a few... Well, I'll recommend one YouTube channel, and then I guess YouTube's algorithm will recommend you more. Um, I'll recommend a um, queer Korean uh, YouTube channel called Namgyu, N-A-M-G-Y-U. Go, go find it. It's like... It, the, the, like the the guy that posts this stuff on there he um, is like he does streams like i think every day except for friday and saturday 
night. Um, there's highlight reels and like they're all like all the content on YouTube is um, there'll be subs in English, um, but mostly it's in Korean. Um, but it's fun times, so definitely go watch that. The other one is I'm going to recommend for people that have also know me. I am also a very big fan of Bake Off, and I did mention that Bake Off UK is coming back. Like, uh, yeah, would have premiered already. Like by the time this episode drops, um, I will. Re- I'm going to recommend that you go and follow the wonderful Colin Asuncion on uh, Instagram and on YouTube. Um, he is a gay. Filipino Canadian baker who made it to the finals of Great Canadian Baking Show. Go and find him. Uh, he sings, he works in creative industries, and also bakes. So, you know, the holy trinity, if you want to look at it that way. And I would say, I would, in, in our, you know, rainbow of daddies, I would say that he'd be the, you know, like, how, how will we word this? That one gay festival shirt daddy. <laughs> But yeah, go go find Colin. Um, I I believe. Let me quickly make sure I know what the what his handle is. Where is it? So yeah, you can go find Colin at Colin Asuncion. So C O L I N A S U N C I O N on Instagram, and then yeah, you can find Colin's YouTube channel from there. If you want to come find me, I'm Abang Pinoy on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to come find follow the podcast. Twitter and Instagram Great Mates Podcast. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to our other shows. Let's get deeper spoilers for days. Unpack this brain into community podcast. Content is coming out soon-ish. Um, yeah, that's gonna be it. We'll see you next time. Bye! Bye.